Coming to you live from the Fanboy Planet comic shop in beautiful Santa Clara, California. It's the Fanboy Planet podcast with your host, Derek McCaw. Thank you. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I like how each week this gets more and more complex. Nice theme there, Michael. Thank you. Hey, with me in my own Doc Severinsen... Actually, I'm uh, Tommy Newsom this week because you know that oh, our old favorite oh, just passed away. I hate to start nice. off on a sad note, but I am Michael Goodson. I'll be uh, providing sound effects and uh, fanboy fantasies throughout the podcast. <laughs> Excellent. He's already satisfied mine and of course <laughs> by mine. being here. <laughs> and our well-satisfied member across the way. This is uh, Lon Lopez, uh, the Velvety Tones. Thank you. And our moral compass, heretofore unheard. Rick Well, once again, it is uh, Wednesday, May 9th here at Fanboy Planet Comics, the store at 2925 El Camino Real, Suite 105 in Santa Clara, California. What is it? Where, what, what place is FanboyPlanet.com? It's the only place I buy my comics. That's right. And Lon does not cheat on his comic shops. I don't. <laughs> no. Three mm. stores down from Juicy Burger, two stores down from the uh, nail polishing place. And if you need soda, go to Pizza Hut, not Juicy Burger. Right. Those oh. people rip you off. Juicy Burger. Oh, that's, price oh, that's good. We're, well, if we were ever going to do a cross-promotion with Juicy Burger, <laughs> we, we, you've just shot that to hell. Thanks. them as a sponsor. Hey, I'd much rather be affiliated with a national chain like Pizza Hut. Try their new stuffed crust pizza. <laughs> Will they give us coupons? It worked for Una Moss. True. There's a whole bunch of more Una Mosses we have to go to now. They've That's, opened up a, a lot more. Yeah. I'm willing. Una Moss tour. We have to revive the world tour. Search Una Moss on the fanboy planet. Does anybody at home know what we're talking about? Food. You know, this is a problem. Is that we record these late in the evening on a Wednesday, and we haven't had dinner yet. But anyway, let's let's talk comics because that's why we're here. We're surrounded by comics and action figures. We're hoping that that's why they're here. It's it's not because of our sparkling wit, though it could be. Uh, but and how about a hand for us last week, carrying on oh, in your absence? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Rick and me and Chris. And that's I, what it's all about. We're, we were hilarious. Whatever. No. Michael right. was there. Least in downloaded spirit. podcast. Ever. Michael, you were the whole middle section. Was I? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my review of yeah. uh, Spider-Man You were like 3. the bridge. Yeah. Sure. Yes. So, uh, well, I, well, let's just let's just rehab. I like to think of it as I, our I, review. I, yeah. Our <laughs> review. Ooh. Sure. Sure. See, you gotta watch it. With well, th- there's the talent and the sound guy, so I, I'm pretty sure it's my <laughs> review. <laughs> oh, oh my! Hey, here, hold this electrode next to your testicles. Oh, okay. You know, I I do post process this. <laughs> Speed up a little bit. Can you modulate my voice to sound girly? Hey ho! This Already is have. Because if it does, Michael the Goodson here. Shut up. We're gonna edit all this out, right? Okay. Okay. All right. What? Best rehearsal we've done so far. Okay. So uh, this week in comics, some things here. Let's let's see uh, what's come out. Uh, well, Countdown finally came out, but none of us have had a chance to read that yet. We've looked at the cover. We looked at the cover. 
I read the preview on MySpace. Okay. Tell us about the preview on MySpace. I didn't understand what the hell was going on. Well, why not? Because uh, they're introducing a whole bunch of new stories. I think there was a Mary Marvel introduction story, a Joker daughter. Joker's daughter. Cuella Dent. Joker, Joker had a baby mama drama or something. Oh, no. See, you, know, know. you know, it's more confusing <laughs> than that. Actually, the Joker's daughter isn't the Joker's daughter. She's Two-Face's daughter. <gasps> Get out of town. <laughs> yes, that child is going to need therapy. And Duella well, Dent. I mean, if you're Duella, t- Duella if you're Dent, Two-Face, yes. how do you feel if your your child doesn't pick up the family business? You know what Duella. I mean? So, how, What's how the family feel? business? It's like, okay, well, this mean, week I'm a criminal. Next week I'm a... Derek, can you, uh, district attorney. can you just catch me up? Who invented Duella Dent and... Uh, and Where can I catch her previous appearance? And Duella, is that well? Duella that was Dutch. What du- kind of name is du- that? Duella was in the second revi- revival of <laughs> the Teen Titans, uh, way back when, when they, uh, when their biggest foe was Doctor Light, actually. So back in the seventies, was that before or after he was a Joker's rapist? daughter? She was called the. It was before. Okay, okay. that was after Check. Nixon. Uh, actually, it. But it's funny you say that because one of her first appearances was. A story that is very clearly uh, supposed to, now that Brad Meltzer wrote Identity Crisis, saying that that's like the first time after he had raped Sue Dibney and had his mind wiped. And Dr. Light's thing was, you sent the children after me. And so he went to the teen, to fight the Teen Titans, and Duella was was part of that group. She called herself the Harlequin then. And now cha- and changed her name to Joker's daughter sometime during Marv Wolfman and George Perez's run on the new Teen Titans. And has she encountered Harley Quinn yet? I don't know. Because she disappeared for a long time, and then she showed up again in Jeff John's current run in Teen Titans. And let me ask why she, why she disappeared. Was it because she was a lame character? Maybe? Yes. Okay. No, I oh, know. Oh, oh. Absolutely, absolutely. She was a character Oh, that, snap. Why'd you have there. to say that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, pre-crisis, you could, say you could do anything with continuity you wanted, and then and she came back, and... they sort of, At one point in the Marv Wolfman run, she was, she was also like really overweight and... and Old and they said, "Wait, you're, you were too old to be Harvey Dent's daughter." And she said, "I'll explain it to you sometime." And then they never got around to it. Was like the X Men. It was like Chris Claremont's X Men, where see, where, I, I was born in Los Angeles, and this is like any girl in Westwood, the Joker's daughter. Yeah, okay. That whole that whole description. Overweight for so a while. A <laughs> yeah. Doesn't know who her father is. So I've her, seen her at the conventions. Yeah, yeah okay. her code name is Joker's daughter. Yes, that's her current <laughs> that's, code name. Isn't that a Come lame? in, Joker's daughter. Come yeah, in. She's part of the Titans East, which. Was uh, uh, what's it? Deathstroke, the Terminators. Uh, That's another weird group. name too. Deathstroke. I mean, Deathstroke. come on. Mm-hmm. Well, because right. by the time they got around to saying the Terminator, they couldn't, because then the Terminator movie came out and they couldn't have the confusion. They Didn't have they have the rights off. first? Deathstroke, the poke your eye out. That's terrible. No, I think <laughs> I think they were. I Death. think he was created at the same time as the film. The Indian burn guy. Mm. <laughs> mm. No, I can't use Indian. <gasps> so he's part of. She's part of Titans. Anyways, East. why are we wasting so much time on Cruella because you wanted Dent to know. or whatever? Uh, no, Michael. Michael led you down it. this path, and Michael knew you would go down it. Yes. And I'm actually the one least paying attention. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm so used to this. Somehow our friendship works anyway, but there you go. So Countdown came out. Countdown is up. It's got a beautiful cover. That's what I can tell. Three panels of... Uh, what do they call it? A gatefold? Looks like a gatefold. A, yes. Looks like a lot of uh, heroes. Most I, of the gatefolds I've seen have had there. a lot more skin on them. Hmm. This would be a nice poster if you have an office. <laughs> There's a lot of white in it. Mounted? Though. Someday I will again. Yes. Have. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, we'll check it out. But you know, so you found it kind of confusing mishmash of sort of. Well, here it is. You have to be a DC fanboy to uh, really. Maybe I didn't. I mean, the story's read well, but uh, 
you know, not sure. Like I said, I don't have the the storied history that Derek does with the DC continuity. But, but shouldn't it work without that? Well, I mean, it, isn't it, that the point? It reads interesting enough. So, okay. uh, you know, but here's the thing. Essentially, why do we have Countdown? Because 52 worked so well. Because it made money. And DC yeah. wanted more <laughs> weekly books. So here we go again. Which is a concept I'm for. But, yeah, we I was we re- didn't have a problem with this. I was reading an interview fine. with Grant Morrison today, and he pointed out that, of course, all the British guys cut their teeth on 2000 AD, which, which was, was a weekly, weekly yeah. it still is a weekly comic. But it's smaller, just, black and white. And, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But, and you British know. and snootier. Anthology book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, and maybe that's where it ultimately goes after and Countdown. And horrible so continuity problem. Okay. Sure. Why are you bagging on Grant Morrison, Rick? Come on. You, you do not want to fight him. I don't. No. I'll Stick bag on him. British people. Because Grant Morrison will go back in time and keep you from ever being born. Then he'll make you cry. I'm terrified. Wow, okay. He can do it, man. Fan he can boys do tucking, it. Talking tough. Good. He could. Is he like your dad? <laughs> Grant Morrison just didn't say Yes, he's... he's a, Okay, well, it's time for a uh, Mike Goodson interruption. Thank you. Uh, you have your Thank choice you. of uh, Zatanna, Donna <laughs> Troy, or Huntress. D, all of the above. Choose one now. D. I, I can't make... Can we choice. go down the reasoning? All right, Zatanna is the hot magician. She's got fishnets. But, she, but, she, but she can erase your memories. And so. she can leave her hat on. So she if you aren't memorable... leave her hat on. Oh, that's a very good point. Donna right. Troy's a mom. Well, and, and she'd you know be what? very supportive. You know what, you know, mom, you know what you can say about moms? They Both. like to have sex. All so, right. uh, yeah. There's proof. There's that's proof. True. And, and, and the one thing that's established that we can say about Huntress is she likes slutty. to have sex. Absolutely yeah. slutty. slutty. She licked Catman Plus, in a recent, a recent issue of Birds she, of Prey. She's a teacher. You got your own. So, I mean, with uh, Donna, you got your MILF fantasy. With Huntress, you got your, uh, you know, teacher fantasy. And here's my yeah, question, Yeah, but Huntress though. hates men, though. Are you think? looking? And we've all got exactly. a magician. She goes fantasy. through them like tissue. And there's a question. Are you, are you offering these up Jesus. as a long-term relationship? Uh, I actually, I said pick one. I didn't say what you were going to do with them. Oh, okay. It could have been to paint your house. This is awkward. Yeah. I'm going to have a surprise I, I meant, after we pick one. At no one, point or? did I say sexual relations. I'm, I'm choosing my wife. Because oh, she's nice. probably been listening this whole time. she's got the best power of all. <laughs> yes. The Control over, over you. <laughs> <laughs> it is the best power of all. I'm going to go with uh, Zatanna personally. Final answer. How go. personally? All right, I'll take <laughs> Huntress just because I like it rough. Uh, all right. I would take Zatanna. I like magic. <laughs> yeah, be careful she don't make your <laughs> disappear. Anyways. <laughs> if she reveals herself to be Zatara, that'll happen. So, all right. I, I this, don't think we have to put a parental advisory just, on this. Yes. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Moral I Arbiter. I walk a fine line. Moral Arbiter, Rick Bretschneider, pulling things back. All right, Deborah. Take it. <laughs> and there we go. Next topic. You wanted to uh, talk about Fallen Sun, Lon. A, How a much Marvel I hate comic it. that I have not read. In the aftermath, we got Countdown in the aftermath of 52. And in the aftermath of Civil War, we got Fallen Sun. The basic excuse of... Here's, here's what I don't like about Fallen Sun. Anybody else reading it? Rick yep, is? Nope. Here's what I don't like about it. It seems forced to me in the fact that nobody... Okay, they were going to kill Captain America and they weren't going to do anything. Yeah, I've, I've read articles where they said, you know, oh, Jeff Loeb said, hey, we're not going to have a funeral or anything. And everybody went, oh, maybe we should. I so, don't think I believe these myths I, anymore. I don't either. Either way, um, it feels rushed. It feels, you believe in unicorns. Yes. <laughs> it feels like, you know, forced upon us. The last episode or last issue was uh, 
one with Spider Woman on the cover. I don't know whose yeah I know, issue it was, uh, but basically the, uh, it was a poker one. game um, where all the the uh, I guess new the, the say, new new Avengers and I love yeah. the tradition of the Marvel poker games, especially when the Thing hosts. Yeah. I've always enjoyed those. Thing hosted this one, or mm-hmm. he didn't host Doctor Strange. I just want hosted. to know how the Thing can deal with those hands. Uh, black cards. I don't know. I don't know. He gets his deck. He, he gets hand. his decks from the Flintstones. I don't I know. So. He licks uh, his thumbs. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah. So basically, the whole the whole uh, bad poker game thing had everybody, Just of course, years. in costume. Yeah, which I thought was kind of well, weird. not everybody. I mean, you had Luke Cage there, and you had. Well, he doesn't have. You got to think some of them actually have a fetish and really enjoy wearing. Them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Spider Man's in his black costume at the poker what table. Are they gonna They're going to arrive there and change the smoking jackets. Well, I mean, you get comfy for your poker game. I don't know. And then afterwards, nobody plays poker because drunk. Wolverine and Spider-Man fight, and you know, well, they because it's all about other. their grief. Yeah, they're grieving together. Wolverine overreacted. Yeah, and it, was uh, it just really felt lame, <laughs> and I don't like it. I, you know, the, anybody, you say it's it seems forced. I don't think it's had enough issues to be forced, but it, I will say I'm disappointed because In what I just don't think it's developing in anything that's all that interesting. How many I mean, issues is it running? How for? many times? I mean, you, you five, hit, the, five the, hit the thing with <laughs> Spider-Man and Wolverine. Oh my! I'm going to pop a claw in your eye. Big deal. I mean, we've seen this so many times, and it has nothing to do with Cap. So, Nobody's reflecting on Cap. They're talking about. But they just talk about how they miss grief. him. Yeah. You know, I've, I'm dealing with the grief, but nobody's really reflecting on the fallen son. Well, here's the other thing too that, it, that oh, very good point. Which both issues I think have been seeming to try and prove. The first issue had Wolverine going to shield helicarrier yeah. and finding Steve Rogers' body. That was a better issue. But but the thing was, in that one, he kind of found the body and went, oh, it's really him. So in the second issue, they have Spider-Man going, no, it can't be him. It was an LED, a clone, uh, this. And then, of course, Wolverine chimes in, nope, it was him. No, he doesn't do it that easy. <laughs> That's he an LMD. An LED now. is a little red light. Whatever. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, so it seems like all these issues are Stare just the there for the reader to go, you know, basically Marvel telling the reader, no, he's dead. Trust us. He's yeah. dead. Yeah. Until we revive him. Right. Well, I'm going to give it a couple more. I mean, I'm going to give it the whole run, obviously. I, yeah. I'm going to buy them but all. But I will say an aftermath that has been interesting, the Punisher, which we all kind of joked about, uh, the Punisher War Journal, where he's actually, it's somebody else, if I am if I read the issue that's on the stands today correctly, that there's like a, there's a white supremacist. There's a new the issue today? Yes. Uh, Steve. The hate monger. And there's a hate monger, right and he's wearing a white Captain America suit, and he's doing border patrols and kicking out uh, illegal immigrants. Everything in Marvel has them. to be so topical, doesn't it? It has to be so... Well, well, in their defense, they did say that the reason that Captain America was dying is because that America itself is evolving in this new millennium and with the Iraq war. and I think, So I actually thought, you know, Punisher does make sense if you're continuing with that theme of I can see a that. preemptive But then uh, that's why know, I don't that's, I don't read comics to be up on yeah, latest yeah, issues. I agree. You know what I mean? I, I want to see them punch but, each other. I mean, if that's the direction they're going in, that's a logical... Well, it makes sense, sure. Yeah. sure. Next step to it. Well, we're trying to be real world, and that's... And I have no intention of reading it either. But is then, it essentially, though, Wait, wait, wait. But essentially, if, if, if Punisher going on that route kills criminals, wouldn't he be killing illegal immigrants because they're not obeying the law? Don't, don't suggest it to him. Okay, I'm just saying. Um, oh, dude, they, you, he they, listens to the podcast. They, and then they, that makes him less they, heroic. No, they take that apart in the first four or five pages with his assistant, whose name I can't, can't, I can't I remember. I think it's Dewey Decimal. Sheena? Perhaps mm. it's not Sheena, it's a guy. It's a little Bob. Geeky. Uh, sure, for the sake of argument today, Bob. 
and you know the debate like you know who's right who's wrong and you know I don't think the Punisher ever like killed like a kid who's you know shoplifting candy or anything so there are, there are levels yet yeah but I mean no you just stick them in Gitmo without a trial mm-hmm. oh, wow. his partner's <laughs> name is Stuart Clark Okay, so nice. Stuart Clark is nice. uh, you know trying nice to library reference. This is his new microchip, and they're not really taking sides on that issue. But what is clear is that the hate monger and his uh, white supremacists are killing the uh, immigrants, and therefore, uh, you know, that's wrong. And they're doing it in the name of Captain America. He's wearing a, a suit that's meant to definitely echo Captain America's, and the Punisher finds that wrong. That's one part of the Punisher's hero worship that I'll accept. And anything yeah. that rolls out of the story organically like that. I'm all for. See, that's a nice, twisty little plot ploy because they weren't getting along. That's for darn sure. Sure, but I'm not going to – but I don't feel like I like Marvel's pushing the Punisher War Journal on me as a result. It's just like, well, if I was reading the Punisher War Journal, that has affected the book. Yeah. Just as why – I know you guys talked about this last week – World War Hulk. That event really is logically coming out of the last year's worth of, of Hulk. And when they start releasing those books, the, the trade paperbacks on Great Pack's run, you guys got to get them. They're great. They're okay. great. And so it's I'm a waiting. crossover okay. event. Don't yell at me. I'm, I'm right not, here. I'm not yelling you, at you. Steve, buy these books. Buy yeah, them. Buy Come on. And where would you buy those? At Fanboy Planet Comics. Sweet 105. 2925 El Camino Real. Sweet 105, Wait, Santa Clara, California. That. I know, but we have to keep reminding people. Yes. Is somebody's got to come here. If Somebody. They're, if they're still listening. Okay. Quite a full house tonight, actually. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's very busy tonight. You're busy. It I is. Like that topless it woman is. in the corner. What? Hmm? Anyway, oh, back to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> anyway, away from comics for a minute, because uh, for a while here, comic book movies, it, we had a casting announced today, speaking of World War Hulk, uh, the revived Hulk, uh, what do we call it, the Incredible Hulk that Louis Leterrier is going to direct for yes. summer 2008. Oh, and by the way, you know what's being written by? The script? No. Zach Penn, oh. who did Elektra and X-Men The Last Stand. Okay. Awesome! That's exactly who I was hoping they yes. pick. So awesome. Incredible Hulk is awesome. guaranteed to suck. He can follow up all the questions that were raised in Elektra. Oh, awesome. And the steam goes out of the Hulk you know, movie. You know that earlier... Can I prepay about, for my ticket? About Zatanna. Luckily we get a pass. Uh, but we've got Edward Norton as Bruce Banner. That could be cool. Yeah. We've got Liv Tyler as Betty Betty Ross, which is. And now we have Tim Roth as Emil Blonsky, Emil, the Abomination. Okay. Okay, that's what I just said. Uh, yeah. I, I, I was actually hoping for all CGI for the Abomination. Well, Tim Roth is going to be Emil Blonsky. Yeah. Oh, I see. And then the abomination. Yeah, become the abomination. It's not like he's going to put on a Which, suit. I'm not I'm positive. The <laughs> I'm not positive because it was sure. <laughs> look at that man. He's an abomination. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm oh, idiots. Oh. I'm going to trademark. Will you that, promise punk? me that now? <laughs> he's wearing a T-shirt that says Neocon. Hey, it works in the Godzilla movies. <laughs> I'd watch that Hulk movie actually. Yeah. Guys I, in I'm big a rubber suits. Because I, I was trying to figure <laughs> out if they were making. Uh, Bruce Banner's father in the fir- in the first movie. If they were making as him long as they bring back into the Hulk abomination Poodle. or not, I could be oh, oh. poodles. Let's get gamma dogs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, Where so my gamma dogs? Where my gamma dogs? <laughs> at? There we are. Okay, but it's not the only Tim talking about Marvel movies this week. So we have Tim Roth there. Oh, you kind of segueing? Uh, would you son stop of following a- attention? I'm just going there. <laughs> Tim Story, the director of the Fantastic Four. We've certainly had some controversy in the last few weeks, where. Uh, they talked about Galactus. The rumors leaked out that uh, Galactus is just a big cloud. 
No, no, no. We're unfounded. We've gotten past that. We've gotten past that. He's not a cloud, people. The rumor rumors don't leak out. Rumors get are created. The truth leaks out. The truth really hasn't leaked out. No one really knows anything except that I feel very sorry for Doug Jones. I think I mentioned this before. Thinking he was doing a great Silver Surfer job, saying all the dialogue, and then of course. Larry Fishburne. Larry Fishburne is taking over as the voice of the Silver Surfer. Which, of course, again, I think as you pointed out, once you get someone with the gravity of, of Larry Fishburne as as Silver Surfer, who the heck is left to be Galactus? Yeah. Sean Connery. <laughs> Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer. I hunger. I hunger. I hunger. Silver Surfer, come to me now. Galactus. Well, Morgan Freeman. He's a uh, Galactus. Is a there wise old black Trump man him. who. Surfs or uh, travels when throughout I, the when world. When I first came to Earth uh, 20 years ago, <laughs> Andy, I ate it. Andy <laughs> was very was in the corner. <laughs> the point of this conversation oh, is point. that Tim Story has said that he wanted to get involved in the franchise, Fantastic Four franchise because he wanted to introduce the characters from the Marvel Universe that actually got introduced in the Fantastic Four uh, comic. And Chief that he got mentioned, Chief one that he mentioned was the Herbie? Black Panther. Oh. Miracle Man. No, the Black, the Black Panther, oh, yeah, which we, Marvel we need that lawsuit here, <laughs> which Marvel uh, has been trying to launch for years. Black Panther, Wesley Snipes, his Almond Raw production productions, I uh, believe, uh, owned it at least until Snipes went to prison. And uh, yeah, so. can't can't pay for anything. Um, you know who'd be the perfect Black Panther? Who Tell we me. talked about? Morgan oh, Freeman. Oh, 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 I know, I know, I know. The Rock. No, Michael J. White. I'm going to go with the rock. It was Spawn. It was Spawn. <laughs> yes. That guy the rock for be, 50, Bob? He's buffed. He knows karate. What about Tay Diggs? a good actor. Tay Diggs? No, Tay Diggs. Diggs? No, he's too small. Uh, too. Uh, but I like Tay Diggs. Wee Man? What? You liked him from what? How Stella got her too? I mean, uh, Groove no, Back? No, no. I just think Tay Diggs, is, he's suave. He's cool. He's he was like, very good in Daybreak. I was very never, upset never that they saw canceled it. that show. I thought they were talking about Tay Diggs to be Luke Cage. Or no, is uh, that no, Tyrese? Tyrese. Okay. The guy that was in the second Fast and the Furious movie. I can't remember. What Whatever. But Black Panther, Michael J. White, give it to him. He okay. deserves it. Okay, it's a thought. So, but no the, you know, the question is: Does it, was Tim Story really talking out of his butt? You know, does he? Have if the he has, to use okay. FF One made a hundred something million dollars. It was a hit, and that's why they made FF Two. FF Two is probably going to do the same. If not better, so you know they're going to go. Everybody's, but really, aren't people excited about the Silver Surfer because of Galactus? Well, I think people are excited about the Silver, Silver Surfer. Surfer. Yeah, okay. I I don't think people associate that. I, I the average guy on the street, I don't think associates the Silver Surfer with Galactus. Okay, they just know the character. Is anybody other than fanboys looking forward to it? That's what I wonder. I don't think all so. those hmm. uh, what's her name fans. Um, no, I, it's 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 like the thing with well, not not the thing with Ghost Rider. It's a character that is known by images, not by any stories. And I've had again people come up to me and say, "I'm looking forward to that because I always like the Silver Surfer." You so, know, it's had a fair amount of Saturday morning cartoon play. I was over just going to say, decades. didn't it have a cartoon? And, and also, I just yeah. I just bought the first DVD collection of the most recent Fantastic Four uh, cartoons is out now. Oh yeah, yeah. And, how, uh, how was it? Uh, I was falling asleep through the first one. Okay. It was, was I, this the anime style? Yeah, one? this is the anime style one, and I'm going to go back and try and watch the second. The French one. anime, like Franime. Yeah, <laughs> but Bonsoir. I don't know. It, it <laughs> Bonsoir. I like that better. Yeah. It's got it, the reason why it is so <laughs> sleep-inducing escapes me. I don't know. There's the visual style looks great. The stories look okay, but. Uh, 
Eh. 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 If it ain't Bruce Tim, don't bother. But anyway, him. the Fantastic Four has had a lot of, of play on Saturday morning. That's true. That's true. And the Silver Surfer did have his own series for a while. Yeah. An and let's series. not forget they're a family first. And that sells tickets. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think people are excited. Kids like the thing. They've definitely done a push. Marvel's done, uh, you know, Spider-Man, Hulk thing together, little little Wee Pal kind of things and Lego Mega Block things. Well, maybe it'll be as the Spider-Man franchise goes darker with things like Venom. It's like having the ultimate line. Now you've got the Fantastic Four movie, which you can take your kids to. And yay! Because Hulk, Hulk's going to tear some people up. <laughs> we can hope. We can only hope. We can only tear hope. Tear some, some people, people up. up. Indeed. <laughs> well, like Wolverine. Oh, all right. And well, you bring that up as the Spider-Man franchise gets darker, which we uh, now everyone at the table has seen Spider-Man 3. They've announced this week, of course. Everyone in America They're seen talking Spider-Man four, five, six. No, they're like upset that it's not going to make $200 million going into next weekend. I'm like, who's left to see it? <laughs> everyone saw it, except apparently Chris Garcia because he mentioned that in his wrestling well, column. Well, here we are, four fanboys. Mm-hmm. All four of us loved it, right? There oh, yeah. hated it. No, I did not hate it. But Lon, Lon convinced me. Lon and I had. A, I, I went to see it at twelve oh one on Thursday night after my show. This is I was the movie exhausted, you're for. and it, it was exactly. <laughs> it was like, boom. Do I like it? Okay. Uh, and I really like Venom. And I'm not like a big Venom fan. I don't like him in the comics. I mean, I like what Brian Michael Bendis did in Ultimate sure. Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but I'm not a big Venom fan. And here I was like, oh, I wanted more Venom. So if yeah. anything, I wanted more. Yeah. And but Lon pointed out to me some of the things that I thought it was like you know why get a lot of character development say with Peter Parker at this point because it's the third movie you know Parker yeah I, I think my biggest problem was with uh, Kirsten Dunst and yeah. it's a personal issue and and, and oh explain explain it, your actor personal it, no I mean just say because because the problems she that Mary return his calls she doesn't the problems that Mary Jane has are things that I personally find annoying. Yeah, that as an actress, as an insecure actress, I flopped on Broadway. You got, you got on Broadway. Broadway. Yeah, it's kind of what it felt like. It's like, it's like my gee, my boyfriend doesn't understand. Gee, I feel your pain so much. My boyfriend doesn't Typical doesn't sympathize with me on the problem I haven't told him about. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, and and so I, I, and I don't like when they've done that in the comics. That's when I've liked Mary Jane the least. I've liked Lois Lane the least. Anytime that anybody who's like who is whining, my boyfriend slash superhero husband doesn't pay enough attention to me when, by the way, he's a superhero, and you knew that when you got involved. Yeah, go get him, Tiger. God, yeah. you're so insensitive, Derek. I, All right, so it takes what, two which, minutes. What to number go, is your up, favorite honey? Spider-Man film? See, now, I, you know, i got to say, I, I might be liking three best. Because All I, right, I, then. I, settled. Because I, I thought Sandman. Four out of four. Sandman was great. So where are all these negative reviews coming from? They're coming from people who hate comics. And are bitter. I don't, you know, the I other know. thing I was talking about when my brother was that. Because every one of my students that went and saw it, loved it. Loved exactly. It. Yeah. Every person I've talked to. Well, actually, a lot of my friends are kind of bitter critics. But my whole thing is, is do you think it's a case of something getting too big and people just want to bash it because yes. it's the popular thing? I think there's something to that, and I could care less. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, the people have responded. And the people are going to respond their one money. Way, with but one way I did not other. like the first two films, and I like this one. It, it was well, good like, enough that it made me put aside... My dislike of what, the which two is lead great actors then. and enjoy the story. Except you know, Toby, they didn't shave enough off his chins. I mean, that was very clear. That, that <laughs> well, you that had also made a chubby. comment too the other night. Where you were saying how when I look back and think, which one am I going to put in the DVD player and watch more often? It's going to be this you know one. this one. You know, yeah. it's yeah. got more the you know the best action. Doctor Octopus got, is just kind of a silly concept. 
But Flint, but I, which I'm okay with. And I Flint Marco it. is awesome. Absolutely, Flint Marco was and awesome. Thomas Hayden Church pulls it off, oh. and the special effects are so. But yes, wait, let's striking. get down to the biggest complaint. Everybody's talking about they don't like the dance number. They don't like I the, don't. the yeah. cabaret dance scene Saturday night. See, that's one thing. of those things where a director cut should cut stuff out instead of jam stuff you didn't want to see. Okay, in. well here's my reply to I that. I mean, I understand why they did it, except that it was a big long goof goof to get yeah. to that one moment that and was like I totally it. bought it. They didn't need it. And it's and it, it was fun. But he did it no he did it in Spider Man two as well with the raindrops keep falling on my head sequence and that took me out of Spider Man two. And yeah. it just that took me out. I totally accept the idea that Peter Parker's a dork, and so his, Peter Parker being a badass is going to be a dorky badass. But it was just a little too over the top. Okay, well me. here's here's my take on that. Every, the first two doesn't Spider-Man, ruin it for me. Just first two Spider-Man movies. You know, I was I came in knowing Sam Raimi as the Evil Dead, Army of Darkness director. Sam Raimi comes in, does the first two movies, and they're more like the Kevin Costner movie he directed. You know I mean, what I mean? For love of the game. Thank you. So this movie, I felt, hey, this is Sam Raimi that I know. The I agree. Fun- this is the first of the Spider-Man movies that felt like Sam Raimi is the only man who could have directed that. And see, that's why I felt like, okay, all these people that are, you know, that claim to be, oh, I love Sam Raimi, and if you're gonna rip on him for putting a dance, you know, a fun dance okay, number in the okay, middle of it, look, no, I'm just, I'm not, I, I'm responding I, to the critics. I didn't love it, but it didn't bother me. For me, it, 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 I didn't love it, but it worked for me. It was like, oh, this is silly. But hey, the rest of the movies have been silly. Well, so far and Sony has spoken. We're talking about four, five, six. You know, you've got the room for Lizard come in, which I, I want to see him totally take down the Lizard. Uh, talking about Carnage as a possible Carnage villain. Carnage sucks. I hope they don't go with you Carnage. You know, what I'm, a little, I'm a little upset about is they jumped right to, to uh, Mary Jane in the first movie, and we're not going to get Betty Brant, and we're not going to get Gwen Stacy's love interests and those those transitions. Um, I, I think you do. We need them though. Well, yeah, I want. Well, it's because I just I I, wanted, as actresses, I prefer the Betty Brant right. and Elizabeth. What is her name? Banks. Um, Elizabeth Banks. Banks. She was on Scrubs this year. Uh, as Betty Brant, totally prefer her yeah. to Kirsten Dunst and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Opie Junior. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard. There it is. Uh, She's so Stacey. hot as Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Why can't they just reverse the roles? Why can't they? Kill we all, we all, we all know why they won't, but. Well, you know, the truth of the matter is, if they, I, they correct me if I'm wrong, because you know, and it's not a disservice to the movie. It was 12:01, and by the time um, AMC gets through all their previews, it was like you know, one o'clock by the time the movie started. Uh, <laughs> that so I nodded off at a couple of the quieter moments. <laughs> I will freely admit that I think I you saw, missed all the Aunt May wisdom. I, I think I saw all the action, but I don't think I saw all the Aunt May wisdom. And I, but I thought I caught a reference that Peter said that the death of Uncle Ben was only two years previously. So, if only two years have passed for them, and it's been six years for the franchise, kind of think, you know, well, I'm really okay with Toby and Kirsten just going off and doing Seabiscuit yeah. 2 and yeah. Marie Antoinette 2 and whatever else you want to do. Go, live your lives. And well, I want to see, see somebody thing, new invest, invest you know, some new energy into it. I mean, we it. got a franchise here. It's like James Bond's, like Batman. It's like, you know, yeah. put new people in, you know, revitalize. Absolutely. And we don't need the origin story again. Because I am tired of all of the promotional appearances that they have done on Letterman Daily Show. They but you are know it's so weird when phoning they, it in. They're just like, yeah. if they yeah, do that, Spider-Man 3. If great. they do that, do they lose all the supporting characters, too? Because it's kind of weird to have a new, It's like the whole Dick York, Dick Sargent thing all over again. All the supporting I'm okay with that, though. I think we can handle that. 
Okay. I mean, the Batman franchise essentially, you know, changed. Uh, Harvey Dent went from black to white, and yeah. the Tim Burton. But and they changed Alfred Batman stayed too. the whole time. But uh, but uh, but Alfred stayed the same. And yeah. then Chris O'Donnell was Robin in two movies with, with two, two different, different Batman. Batmans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's like one of okay. those things where yeah. I'm convinced. Let's. Because uh, okay. I didn't. And then goodbye, Dylan Toby. A whole bunch Dylan of Baker's what? been in the whole the long haul. Dylan Baker deserves to get to be the lizard. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's no question that guy's exactly. stuck through it. He, and, I, I think, and the, what about the, the move directly uh, to Carnage though is just going to feel like a rip off of Venom. Carnage is a lame villain anyway. You you mentioned, and I was hoping that was going to be something about Mysterio. Yeah, Mysterio, I was really hoping. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, there you go, Mysterio. Because the fact he shows Lizard. up as the French uh, waiter, I, I just want Bruce Campbell to have something cooler to do than he's getting to do. I mean, yeah. it was then, very cool cameo, but it's it was like, like a John Cleese cameo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, then, I agree that it's great if he's Mysterio. What about the Sinister head. Six for Part Six? But again, you get into that stuff huh? where the Vulture. Huh? Now, who's really going to buy the? What about I, but I want to tell you something. I, I just got Electro. the uh, Chronicle Electro. books. Electro. Chronicle books Craven. just released the Spider-Man Chronicle or the Amazing it? Fantasy one. No, no, there's a big, a big, heavy book about the making of Spider-Man Three, oh. and the first chapter, all the pre-production sketches are actually Sandman and the Vulture. Oh, cool! Oh, yeah, and they, was, so he was in the original draft. I think there's just a point where you cross some believability. I believe asteroid falls to Earth, alien symbiote comes out of it. But I don't believe sixty year old guy dresses up like a vulture. Okay, but <laughs> and it is a problem. And, and maybe I'm thinking too much there. But if an alien symbiote comes out, and the most reaction is, Peter, I wouldn't let that stay close. And how about how about we just discovered an alien life form, about, people? I, I always thought that they didn't know where it came that from. the symbiote didn't trigger his spider sense until. After he bonded with it, because right. then it had some sort of insight into right. Peter. So it should have been ringing his spider sense quite early in that movie, right? Yes. Somebody called me on that, and I went, There was hey, no spider man. sense in that movie. I don't nope. remember. No, they, they never used the spider sense. They well, just took that out of there. Did you need it? Venom isn't also going for his brains, too, which I had the joy of explaining to a coworker. By the way, uh, <laughs> I Venom, your brains. he wants to eat Spider-Man's brains. What? Why not? Because he's a zom- like a zombie. Speaking of zombies, this week we've got 28 Weeks Later. Revitalizing the zombies genre, BS. Uh, horrible sequel oh, to really? a really good to a really good uh, zombie-like movie. I don't consider the guys in Twenty Eight Days Later to be really zombies because they're still living. They're just infected by a virus. Well, they don't want to ever call them zombies. No, but they talk about how that revitalized the, the, the zombie genre. It's the genre. idea of the siege of the unending yeah. crazy people. Yeah. Once again, we go back to I like the to British. call it the Republican Convention. Uh, I like to call it Spring that's Mixer funny. at Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's, so, the, that's two or three students that how actually listen to that. How many planets out of five or whatever did you give this movie? Uh, well, I'm going to get, I haven't written the review up, but I would say okay. about uh, one planet out of five, you, maybe. Wow. Are you mocking uh, our rating system? No. No. I just didn't want to, I didn't want to use the trademark that you it's guys It's better than our original year. one, which was, you know, we had Archie, you, we rated it by the by the girls of uh, Archie. Yeah, I, I, I never signed you, off. You never that. liked that one, <laughs> no. but, I, but I had that How for... How many Bettys does for, this uh, uh, No, we said if, if, it was a, if it was a Veronica, that I think it was Veronica was the best book. I, I never signed off. And you didn't want to get you didn't want to get uh, labeled an Ethel. What was the lowest one? Big Ethel. Big Ethel. Big Ethel was the was the lowest. You know, there was Midge. You know, you shouldn't really mess with this book because Big Moose is going to beat you. Yeah, you know, there we go. But we have twenty eight weeks later. It comes out. It just totally breaks the rules of the first one, and this is why I didn't like it. You know, the first one established a very set. Uh, set rule set rules for this, and you knew, and it was scary, and it felt very. Well, that they that don't get them wet after midnight. Don't get them wet after midnight. <laughs> don't, feed them after uh, don't, don't get them wet. It's uh, something, and and for God's sakes, don't play them any Hoyt Axton songs. But 
They, the, I got that. Yeah, one. thank you. Is that <laughs> from Mars Attacks? Yeah. Uh, no, no, that's uh, oh, no, that, that's Slim so, Whitman. Slim yeah, Whitman. Yeah. Don't play any Slim Whitman songs. Was that where you were going for? No, Hoyt oh, Axton was, was, was the in, dad. Was right? the dad in Gremlins? Uh, uh, so. There we go. All right, you've got your choice between Supergirl, <laughs> Goods and his board, but, but which Supergirl costume? I'm talking about Hoochie Supergirl right okay, now. Okay, Hoochie Supergirl. Supergirl, Power Girl, or Mary Marvel. Ooh. Ooh. So wrong. <laughs> None of those choices are good. Power Two girl. slutty no, dressers. Power Girl's legal. And Power Girl. a virgin. Look on your face. This is going to be such a challenge. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, uh, but the rules of the zombies were that, you know, they saw another human, uh, a normal human being. They were just infected with rage. Right. And then they weren't really thinking. They had their resting period and their running period. One yeah. thing I never understood from the original was why they didn't attack each other, but I accepted that. They taste bad. I don't know. If it was about eating either because it's they probably a fair amount because thing. they, they, they that's what that's what they say in the Marvel zombies. Thing. Yeah, because they wouldn't go, they, but they wouldn't they go for animals they, either. They yeah. would just you know they weren't smart enough to open food, you know, food, food tins or anything like that. So they would just food's starve. Not fresh. So maybe I I don't know. Why are we spending this much time on twenty eight days later? Uh, twenty eight well, weeks, weeks later. later. Anyway, it broke all the yeah. rules. I was just anyway. I did not really enjoy that. However, uh, this did spark for Michael a, a good question, uh, and you already sort of, as I went into this, the Marvel Zombies. Oh, yeah. When are we going to see? Well, I've just been seeing that uh, that Peter Parker, Mary Jane zombie statue, and I think that statue is so awesome and wrong at the same time. And I just watched the uh, the I'm a Marvel, I'm a DC thing on YouTube. Oh, that was, was very funny. Very and a lot of it's about the movie. So I wondered when we would see a Marvel Zombies movie. Never. And how awesome I think would that first, be? First you need the Marvel Zombies Broadway play, musical. Do the musical. And, 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 and after that's successful, then you take it on the road. And, I'm and ready. And then once that's gone, you, you, I'm you do the I'm movie. a DC guy, but I am. Ready for the Marvel, Marvel Zombies? Zombies Have you read any of the Marvel Zombies books? I did. I read the first Kirkman one. Okay. I've not read the crossover. Uh, you haven't read the crossover. The, 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 the Army of Darkness yeah. versus... Uh, I'm waiting until it's yet? all done, then I'll read it. Uh, there's a hardcover collection. They don't need to make a paperback because the hardcover run keeps selling out. They're on their fifth printing in hardcover with a different, with a different I cover. I like hardcovers. I like trades. They bend better. <laughs> sure. Easier to read Well, you read bend the hardcover. You try hard enough. I, yeah. I there you go. So that's that's. Uh, you'll never see a Marvel Zombies movie. Why? Because all the properties. There's too out, many legal out. problems. So it's I'm not sorry. Gonna happen. If Why you flip someone the, on YouTube, make one. If you flip the comic fast enough, it might seem like a movie. And you know, I send the challenge out there to the fanboy nation. Make me a Marvel, Marvel Zombies, Zombies movie. We're gonna have Marvel Zombies mini mate. Shockwave. We've already got Marvel Flash. Zombies um, hero clicks. So uh, yep. it's only a matter of time. Indeed. Well, I've reached the end of everything I want to talk about. Great, because i got to get out of hey, here. Hey, you got to get out of here. Michael's... Uh, I feel like a zombie. Short Do you? Show. Okay, well, there you go. So, <laughs> we shall end on zombies. Thank you again, everyone, for joining us. We, uh, we had a lovely time discussing zombies and which chicks are hotter and... Do we Eric, want to plug uh, Eric about Baycon for the? the we do. Era. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do the podcast actually live from Baycon at the. Baycon is the preeminent Bay Area science fiction convention. Mm-hmm. And when it, is that? 
That's held uh, for Memorial Day weekend at the Double Tree Hotel in downtown San Jose near the corner. Uh, of no, San it's Mateo. not. It's oh, no, you're San right. Mateo. It's, it's the in San Mateo. San Mateo Pardon this year. Me. For the last 30 years, it's been in <laughs> the Double Tree. <laughs> and then for some Red strange Lion. reason, it's going to be up at uh, the yeah, Marriott in a break. San Mateo. Memorial Day weekend, and we are going to be on Saturday afternoon. I believe it's at 4 o'clock we will be doing. So come out and visit. We're scheduled to do the podcast there. We'll be podcasting live on the panel. I'll, I want to set the mics up in front of the uh, at the panel. Very good. We uh, also So that's Memorial Day weekend, and the weekend it's after that is Supercon fans. in San Jose at the convention center in the tent. That's the weekend after that? Yeah, the weekend after that. <laughs> it's a busy, busy, uh, busy time. And uh, we'll probably be podcasting from there as well, but in the portable sense, kind of walk around in shorter little bursts because it, it's a tent. And oh, can I also <laughs> it's a tent? It's a big tent. It's a big tent. Okay. Can oh, also, it's behind the convention uh, center. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to plug. Uh, speaking of cons, uh, part two of the WonderCon More on Life special. Which oh, very good. Elusive Arts. Uh, are, that's part two. Is the Elusive Arts interview. Uh, that's on uh, www.moreonlife.com. M O R O N L I F E. It, correct. So if you want to see cool stuff, I think, Derek, your interview's the next week. Oh. So oh. it's coming. You're on part yeah. three. Good, good. Is that a video interview? That is a, a video, video interview. So yes. people will get to see what Derek looks like. They will. Yes. They yes. can check it out. More online. Exactly. I think I was still in my Claudius from Hamlet mode, though, so I look sort of like I'm, I'm trying to become Alan Moore. You're very beardy. Yeah, yeah. very beardy. beardy. Yeah. I don't know what that was. That was the uh, sneeze I'm working on. If you okay. don't wrap up soon, <laughs> okay. I'm uh, You're gonna trying sneeze. to stall You're going to sneeze? I don't all want right. to sneeze all over All right, microphone. so that's it. let's just talk about Baycon and Supercon. We'll be podcasting. That's good. Look forward to it. We'll have the, I'll try to get that ske- the schedules in place next week so we can announce it on the, on the podcast. Come see us. Everybody who comes up and mentions the podcast gets a free poster from, what's that movie? Uh, away From Her. Away from her. I don't, I don't know that we'll have the posters right yeah, there, but we will work. have a special surprise for everybody. There will be, there will be special surprises for fans. I was going to say, as long as I'm not uh, paying for Chris it. Garcia will be there as well. So. You can touch his beard. You can t- Ooh, touch the beard live. Wash Ooh. afterwards. Trolls bite. Yeah. Careful. They do. They do. But they have a treasure in their tummies. Mm. All right. <laughs> so, on that note, if you've got any issues you'd like us to talk about, write in at editor at Please. fanboyplanet.com or go to the forums or just, you know, call up Michael. Don't bag your issues. Bring them to us. Whoa. <laughs> I like that. If it was fanboy psychology. That was Dang. Mine. That's a good. Uh, was yours he sold for you? I was afraid to jump in on it. Yeah. All right. So uh, do we have someone else to sign off for us this week? or are we, uh, we? I think we have a special guest to sign off after well, all right we sign then. off. All right, then. Uh, I'm Derek McCaw. I'm Michael Goodson. I'm Lon Lopez. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder. Good night. Senior editor for Marvel Comics, uh, editor of World War Hulk and the Incredible Hulk, and use your powers only for good. Thanks, that was great. And we'd like to thank the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.
You've got your choice of Zatanna, Donna Troy, or Huntress. D, all of the above. No, it was Power one Girl. Of choices. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Um, I want Power Girl. Wait, so you do it again? Zatanna? Zatanna, Donna, Donna Troy, or Huntress? Huntress. Now remember, Zatanna could make you forget. Or, or Big Barda. If you really want to add a fourth option. That's a telling option. Uh, um, like, I, could I choose Granny Goodness, please? Could I choose Little Barda? No. Because she's a member of the Teen Titans. They did introduce her oh, no, as really? part of the, as the, They didn't explain her. She was one of those, like, a Knight of a Thousand Titans things that happened in, in the... Little Barda? Little Barda. Um, <laughs> I, you know, they, we can, you, want, you want to save this conversation for later? Sure. I, I, no, it's, I, it's very sexist. Yeah. Well, write it down. Well, when I get bored with whatever you guys are talking about, you I'm going to jump in this. Okay, because that's a good topic to... Okay, Michael's bored. 